Hi, I'm Natalie. And hi, I'm Benji. And we are a counsellor, trauma therapist and a fitness instructor. We know that mental health and physical health go hand in hand and this podcast is to help bring them two themes together and maybe you might help to develop some new strategies. Yeah, we're going to have plenty of discussions and you're going to get to hear from the perspective of a fitness instructor and a therapist, which should be good. And hopefully just by listening to this podcast, you might have a better day today. And and this episode, we're talking about taking care of your mental health during the second lockdown. Yeah, that's uh, a really relevant topic, I think, for us to discuss. And uh, hopefully a lot of people are going to get a lot out of this. How are you, Nat? Yeah, I'm not too bad, um, to say. I'm trying to adapt continuously to everything that's been happening. Um, and the unknown, I suppose, yeah, just taking it each day as it comes. But overall, I'm doing good, thank you. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right. And yeah, pretty much in the same situation, I think. Um, very much trying to find uh, the little silver linings, of, of which I think there, there, are, there are a number of them, you know, um, judging by the previous lockdown that we had. Um, yeah, there's a, a number of things that I kind of almost discovered about myself just by having that time away from the kind of hustle and bustle of everyday life, going into work, commuting, um, all things which I, you know, albeit appreciate more when, when they're taken away. But um, yeah, during the first lockdown, it was a real chance and opportunity to explore, um, you know, some, some of those silver linings and, and the positives that we could take away from this situation. So I'm actually quite optimistic. I'm quite looking forward to um, trying to do that again in this second lockdown because that's all we have really, you know, the mm-hmm. kind of being able to be negative about it and and have all of the kind of negative views and talk about how bad it is and how difficult it's going to be. That's just that's just where we are. That's just the inevitability of the situation that we're, we're, we're facing. Um, but to remain and try and see the positives and, and look for them and, and even create the positives, I think is a much more valuable use of our time right now. Would mm. you say so? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I keep saying to myself, we've been here before. We're not starting yeah. from scratch again. We're starting from perspective. You know, we've learned yeah. a lot about ourselves in the first lockdown and, things that worked and probably things that didn't work as well mm, you know mm. so we're, we have that perspective now um and we can go with this and try and tackle this in a different way i think it's yeah. about you know I, I know that northern ireland slightly differs from england and some of the rules and legislation and stuff like that but i think that we're probably on the same page as children um or hopefully going back to school or you know in school and staying in school and I think we have some normality even though there's a lot that's a lot of work and businesses and stuff that's closing down you know so I think it is it's trying to keep a bit of routine and you know as you're saying look for the positives look for that time now to to learn and discover more about yourself it could be an opportunity as well yeah yeah I think it's um important to give a little bit of context as well because um I think often we feel quite isolated and we're quite you know, often feel alone in the feelings that we have um, at any given time, particularly when they're negative things or things that cause anxiety. And it's quite easy to feel um, isolated and alone and like you're the only person feeling the way that you are. But um, what's interesting about these lockdowns is that, of course, you're in Northern Ireland 
um, mm-hmm. uh, we're across here in England and um, you have had restrictions placed on you actually uh, in a different way and, and probably longer than us here. So just give some context as to um, what um, the lockdown or the restrictions um, have looked like where you are and for how long. Yeah, well, for the past three to four weeks, there's been restrictions put in place um, in certain parts of Northern Ireland. The whole of Northern Ireland ended up the children were out of school for a while there. Um, a lot of businesses, restaurants, hotels, um, a lot of different businesses just have closed down. Um, now, you know, in terms of the council and the mental health, we did go back to work for some face-to-face hours, but because the, the numbers of coronavirus was increasing steadily, um, they decided then to return then not to do face-to-face, to work from home again and do online. Yeah, so it's been very... Um, it's been very difficult and challenging, I suppose, for a lot of people. Um, the fact that they're trying to then juggle, and very quickly as well, overnight. You know, we don't have very much time to prepare for a close of a business or for schools shutting down. So trying to manage childcare, trying to manage working from home again, education, online schooling, all of them joys, um, having to adapt them for the last few weeks. Um, now, things, children are back at school again, but... Again, it's the unknown. That may not be the case at the end of this week. We just don't know what's going to happen. It's forever changing. So it's trying to adapt to that as well, um, you know, with all the changes. And, um, yeah, so it's it's been it's been different to England because I, suppose, I think from what I can hear in the news that you're just about to go into that phase where we've already been in that phase for the last few weeks. Yeah, so um, here in England we've had uh, a tiered system um which basically worked on a regional basis so um depending on what region you're in and depending on the cases or number of cases in that region um you would be put in an appropriate tier and each tier had its own um sort of restrictions that got greater the higher up the tiers you went essentially um and uh i i feel that that perhaps didn't work as successfully as the government potentially had hoped I think the idea was to really protect the economy and uh, and people's um, you know um, just freedom of movement essentially, uh, and to try and protect that by only locking down areas that required locking down as opposed to locking down the whole country. Mm-hmm. But I guess um, with anything, which is a really difficult thing which which we face right now, is that if we aren't able to follow the guidelines and the restrictions that are put in place at any given time um the restrictions will only get more uh strict mm-hmm. um and uh, i guess the tiered system just wasn't working and and perhaps was maybe confusing i think there were battles within um you know local uh, authorities and, and and things you know kicking against the government so um i feel like a, a full lockdown was ultimately inevitable um, and I think the thing to remember as well is that as much as the discussion and the debate is around it, um, you know, if we have a virus which is killing people um, at a rate that most viruses generally don't, um, if we have a virus which is endangering people um, and doesn't seem like going away and that we don't have a vaccination for, then actually we, we have to take some form of action. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes doing nothing isn't an option. And I think... Mm-hmm what it's about now is just making some peace with the fact that we may have to live uncomfortably for a period of time to be able to live comfortably in the future. Yeah. Um, 
and, and I think that's the only thing that we can really do at this time. Um, yes. And I think that kind of brings us onto a point really is kind of, you know, we're discussing how to cope with this, this second lockdown. And we've both spoken about the, the past and how things were and how we've led to this point now. And I think it's really about how we now move forward, maybe touching on some of the things that we've covered in previous episodes about mm -hmm. taking care of our mental health generally, but, you know, specifically knowing now, as you said, uh, what this second look, uh, lockdown uh, rather will, will look like mm -hmm. um, because we've faced it before. What things do we need to be doing um, just to really make sure that we navigate this turbulent time as um, as successfully as possible what would you yeah. say I think it's about knowing that this won't last forever as well it's about knowing that this is although it might feel like it's going on forever at the minute you know yeah. we we will come out of this at some stage um yeah, maybe definitely. very difficult so it's about reminding yourself that it's not permanent um also then you know trying to establish some kind of a routine for yourself you know, I think we're all coming from this in different, you know, we're all walk, different walks of life. You know, some have suffered, you know, the illness themselves. Some have lost, you know, relatives or friends or close loved ones to the, the virus. Um, some people are in, you know, the helping relationship, the helping pro profession, you know, so burnout is a real thing. Um, yeah. So we're all coming from this for, from different perspectives. But the main thing for me would be trying to establish some kind of a routine um, in your day-to-day -day life, you know, trying to have something that can help you relax and unwind, you know, if, if you're if you're not isolating, trying to go for that walk in nature, being very mindful, um, eating, you know, eating well, that's a big thing, you know, your diet, your, your mood and your food is definitely connected. Yeah. exercising you know I, I know that you know the benefits of that and you see a lot of that from from the you know the clients that you work with but exercise um has a massive role as well in in your your mental health um you know so they are the the main things trying to have some you know getting up in the morning getting breakfast getting washed changing out of the pajamas simple thing like that not wearing yeah. loungewear every day you know trying <laughs> to even if you're working from home trying to get up and as if you are going to work out of the house yeah. Yeah. keeping some kind of normality and you know in a situation where we're not in a normal no, you know normal yeah. environment so yeah i think that's in. um yeah. i think that's really uh you know a really good point um it's it's something that I certainly encouraged my my uh, fitness clients to to do and try to create really within um, my sort of fitness community online. Um, you know, was trying to generate uh, or create an experience that kind of took you out of where you were physically at, at that moment in time. So changed mm -hmm. the room that you were in, but also took you away from the home mentally. Yeah. Um, and I think it's something we've got to almost go back to, you know, that that time at, at uh, perhaps nursery or primary school where, you know, you were encouraged to do something that wasn't that didn't really exist or wasn't really there. Like put your thinking caps on, you know, and mm. take your thinking cap from underneath the seat. I don't, did you ever have this? You ever told to put your thinking Vaguely cap on? remember school? that in very young, yeah, very early <laughs> age. Yeah. Stop, stop pretending that you're old. Like so, <laughs> <laughs> so like at primary school, I remember you know any time that we were we were going to be asked a really uh, uh, difficult question, um, yeah, we'd get told right. Just everybody put your thinking caps on, and we all had to reach underneath our chair 
and pull out our thinking cap and put it on and tie it underneath our chin mm-hmm. now <laughs> now just just that alone like I remember that vividly but that that as a as a concept is kind of I think one of the things that we have to try and do now in this period of time we've got to use our imagination a little bit and we've got to allow mm-hmm. ourselves to be comfortable enough to um, perhaps create an illusion for ourselves that helps us navigate this time successfully mm-hmm. um, online fitness is the only way to go um, if you want to do something like functional fitness for example in the home of course you can get out and go for a walk of course you can go out and go for a run um, but of course do those with caution and particularly in this in this weather now as it starts to turn mm-hmm. um, but yeah online fitness is definitely um, the, the thing to do it's important to engage in something whether it's live online fitness like like the types of things that I do or, or whether it's pre-recorded stuff just making sure that you've got a routine set Mm-hmm. Um, that stops you from just kind of going through your day a- and getting to the end of the day and not really being able to say, okay, well, at this point I did this or at this point I achieved this or at this point I achieved that. Mm-hmm. Just giving yourself something to be disciplined about um, that's going to make you, you know, switch the laptop off from work for, for 45 minutes for an hour. That's mm-hmm. going to make you go upstairs and change into your gym wear you know, mm-hmm. and that's going to make you sweaty enough to go and have a shower afterwards. And I spoke to my clients about the importance of just, you know, creating an environment that made it feel like a gym, mm-hmm. you know, whatever room they were using, just really setting it up and, and setting um, the scene for themselves and, and you know, plugging in the, the laptop to the TV, for example, or adding an additional speaker or just something that just helped create uh, an illusion of, of getting out and going into a different environment um, was mm. quite important and making sure those workouts were booked in their diary as well so you know creating a diary of things to do the times that they would have their breakfast times that they would have their lunch or or, or an allotted time to have a little break and then you and then your workouts um, yeah so I think that that is really important just as silly as it might sound going up and, and picking out a gym outfit ironing it you know um, yeah. be careful though because a lot of gym stuff isn't made out of material that you can iron <laughs> yeah but yeah um you know just 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 ironing your, your, your gym wear ironing your socks like mm. just doing little things that mm. just helps um to kind of pass the time a little bit mundane tasks that you don't really have to put too much thought into mm-hmm. um but really take you out of you know feeling like you're stuck in one place going and having that shower post-workout and, mm-hmm. and all of those little things afterwards are, are quite important so yeah I think you know if you can combine a number of those things into what your daily routine looks like I think that's a real recipe for success and, and certainly I can testify that for myself and for many many of my, my clients online that is exactly how they navigated their way through the first lockdown yeah and like I know for a lot of my clients that takes a lot of effort but that effort is, is exactly what we need to keep us mentally and physically well, yeah, you know. And yeah. again, you know, that's all part of self-care as well. Your mental yeah. health takes effort. It takes that time. It takes that care and dedication and your physical health the same, you know. So that intention and that conscious effort of booking it in the diary and organizing your room and making sure that you are taking some time out from the family or from work or for whatever it's going on for you to look after your physical and mental health, you know, that's going to benefit you then in the long run. And I, I would really encourage that. And I encourage a lot of my clients to do that. 
but uh, yeah for some people that takes more effort to do um than other people and it is about being creative sometimes it is about you know thinking outside of the box um but even you know i wouldn't have been a fan of doing online workouts but i've tried it recently and i was actually <laughs> surprised when i did challenge myself of how good <laughs> i did feel you know so yeah. again it's about trying something that's not your norm that wouldn't be your norm um and moving the, the comfort zone, moving out of your comfort zone and pushing them boundaries because that's the only way to kind of, you know, get through when we are struggling with uncertainty and, you know, a lot of a lot of community anxiety as well. There's a, you know, a lot of people that we're we're talking to now, it's always it's always about the coronavirus, it's always about mm. stress, it's always about illness, you know, so we're absorbing a lot of that negativity and that, you know, them other people's emotions as well. So it really is about take, making sure that you're doing as much self-care as possible um, yeah. to look after your mental and physical health. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I think to, you know, to help with that also, if uh, you're a listener of this podcast, um, it would be awesome if you could uh, share it with as many people as you you know that will will benefit from it um and also mm -hmm. leave us a, a rating on apple podcasts um leave us a rating leave mm -hmm. us some feedback so we know um how you feel about the podcast maybe even some ideas of topics that you'd like us to cover um you know a, a across the next couple of um episodes but also in addition to that if you are someone that does need that support and, and wants to engage in something like online fitness for example um drop me an email um mm -hmm. at benjibeasts at outlook.com that's b-e-n-j-i-b-e-a-s-t-s at outlook.com and we'll send you a link um to come and join us at the core attack fitness club um with everything that we've got going on it's going to be a very very difficult time over the next couple of weeks as we approach these lockdowns but we can do something about it and as natalie said acting and and doing something is the only option we can't sit we can't be in this position right now and decide to do nothing it's just just not an option for us right now so if you do need help with that and if you do want that kickstart come across and 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 see what we do and um we'll, we'll be more than happy to help you and and push you in the right direction and get you started so mm -hmm. and, and in terms of your mental health there's lots of there's lots of you know things online to help promote your mental health i know the nhs websites have a lot of good informative pieces mind um that charity mind they have a lot of online things um to help encourage your mental health um and, you know, check out Unity Council as well on Facebook and on, on Instagram. I have a lot of posts on there. You know, so it's about if you notice that your mental health declining as well, take care of that. You know, um, speak to somebody, have that connection with somebody, whether it be your GP, a family member. Know that, you know, although whenever you're suffering from anxiety or any kind of mental health issues, it does feel very isolating there, like you said, Benji. Um and I think it's really important to have that connection and not suffer alone. You know, whenever we reach out to other people, that old saying, a problem shared is a problem halved. You do feel lighter whenever you're able to connect and know that you're not going through this on your own. So if you are struggling in any way, whether it be you've lost someone, whether it be you, you know, you're reaching up burnout because of your work or, you know, you're just exhausted or whether you're feeling even claustrophobic from just being stuck at home all day. Um, 
reach out and get that bit of support if you need it emotionally as well. It's really important, especially knowing that we're going into the second lockdown. And I'm aware that a lot of families are going to be impacted financially, um, which is going to cause more strain and emotional distress on families as well as other types of stress. But really just reaching out and getting that bit of emotional support is, is vital as well um, in, in times of Definitely. uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So in uh, the write-up for this episode, we'll leave uh, a couple of links to places that you can get support, uh, a couple of phone numbers that may be useful if you are in a place where you really need some urgent support. So make sure you check that out. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. Really key point to remember is that this situation that we're in won't last forever. And just doing some of the things that we've alluded to in this episode, just to stay as positive and just to say as mentally and physically fit as you possibly can during this time is really going to go some way to helping you just navigate this very, very short period of time in terms of where we're going to be in the future. So please stay safe, take care of yourselves, keep tuning in, and we'll look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you for listening, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.